I'm Cynthia Walker, and I would like to welcome you to the Legacy Podcast with Ron Walker, the author of such titles as I Almost Gave Up, You're Too Close to Give Up Now, and so many more. He's the pastor of Legacy Church International, a successful entrepreneur, and my loving husband. I hope you enjoy this episode of the Legacy Podcast, and be sure to follow him at Arthur Ron Walker across all social media platforms. And then go tell someone about the Legacy Podcast with Ron Walker. I remember the first time I listened to the College Dropout album by Kanye West. I was over in Morrow, Georgia, looking for some investment property at the time. So since I was by Best Buy where my friend worked, I figured I'd stop by and visit him. He said, man, it's good to see you. I have this new album I want you to check out. It's by this artist called Kanye West. So I sat in my car and I listened to the CD. Immediately, I was amazed. I was amazed by how this artist was able to weave these words on this fine tapestry of wonderful audio production. And he was able to capture my attention and draw me in, talking to me about things that I was going through at the time. How he dealt with college and life and work and all these other things. And I was amazed by how he was able to reach me on such a personal level without even knowing me. I ran in Best Buy told Dwight how wonderful the CD was. I said, man, this might be the best album I've ever heard in my life. Dwight and I celebrated as if it was ours. We had this sense of camaraderie and excitement and joy, like we had just made the best album of the year, but it did something for me. It helped me to realize how music can bridge gaps, how music can bring people together. Cut to now, and the same artist, with similar music, has somehow divided our community. People don't know whether Kanye is a genius or a head case, a modern-day messenger from God or a wolf in sheep's clothing. We're divided on whether his music is meant to bridge gaps or create divides that he can use to further build his platform. We're divided over Kanye West, a rapper, At least I can understand why we're divided on the issue of a president. I mean, we've been divided on presidents since we first started having presidents. The system itself is set up to divide. Our bipartisan system pushes people to decide between Democrat or Republican, this person or that one, this party or the other, their platform or whatever. Normally, they both suck anyway. We choose between the lesser of two evils, then complain about what they don't or do change once they get in office. Fact of the matter is they all change once they get in, and rarely do they do what they say they're going to do. I remember sitting at the Trump Hotel in Las Vegas, reading my book, The Art of the Deal, by Donald Trump, and thinking to myself, this man is an absolute genius. I started following his business strategies and decided that I wanted to be just like him. I saw how he built a real estate empire, then went after giants like the NFL and overcame debt and other issues that tried to destroy him. To me, this man was a giant, a titan of industry, and the best selection for president imaginable. So, of course, I was elated when I heard Donald J. Trump was going to be running for office. It's all about to change, I thought. This country is about to be run by a businessman, and he's going to get us where we need to go. Then he started campaigning. 
And yeah, things, things are just not always as they seem. I watched a man that I nearly idolized divide the country he said he was planning to make great again. Again, that's an issue for another day because I'm not sure when this country was ever that great. I guess it was pretty good for the oppressors that were able to build their empires on the backs of exploited, impoverished, and disadvantaged individuals. And, of course, we know that history is written by the victors. So, yeah, it was great at one point for the oppressors, but I don't know how great it was for those with our color. But anyway, that's a story for another day. Actually, let's talk about it a little bit. Let's talk about the concept of white Jesus. In Genesis 11, there's a discussion of a tower being built in a great city. The people decided that they would come together and build a tower straight to heaven in order to make their names great. But God came down and confused their languages and scattered them abroad. This place was called Babel. But in verse 6, it makes a statement. If as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible to them. That verse dealt with unity. When those people came together and shared the same vision, God saw that nothing would be impossible to them. So that's why it plagues me so much when we can't get ourselves together as Christians or as believers or as individuals in a community to see past a concept of white Jesus. Quite frankly, it doesn't matter to me whether he's white, black, or blue. It shouldn't be enough to divide us. As a community, we stay divided. We're divided on so many small issues that it makes it impossible for us to achieve great things. What does it matter if Christianity was made by oppressors to control people at one time? Or perhaps it actually dates back to the city of Alexandria in Egypt. But we're not even going to go into that right now. The fact of the matter is we can pull a lot of empowering concepts from Christianity and from the Bible and use those to further equip ourselves to overcome if we decide to concentrate on those aspects. In the same way, Kanye Trump and whomever else comes along spouting divisive rhetoric or inciting emotional riots by stirring feelings of superiority, inferiority, racism, and anything else that divides us should be handled in a way that does not distract us from the bigger picture. It is said that in 1712, a slave owner by the name of Willie Lynch released a method of controlling slaves. He simply advised other slave owners to divide them. Divide and conquer has always been a wonderful war tactic and has been strategically used throughout history to overpower African Americans. The Willie Lynch documents posit ideas such as turn the old against the young, the male against the female, and the lighter against the darker. Whether the document is authentic or fake, it still addresses some major problems that we as a people still allow. We as a community judge harder than a racist judge and jury. We sentence one another to a life of never being good enough, constantly chasing money to prove one's worth, and always feeling alone because we lack what we know we should have. We were never meant to be divided. We were the strongest community of people to exist at one point. But comfort has divided us more than slavery, Jim Crow, and racism. The enemy, oppressors, and society do their part. But we definitely do ours when it comes to dividing our community. It's bigger than a white Jesus, a Kanye West, 
or a Donald Trump. We have to get to the place where we were as kids when we could fight on Tuesday and be friends again on Wednesday. Now we hold grudges until we're standing over a casket, crying about how we wish we would have done things differently, but it's too late then. Now is the time to fix our problems, forge better families, and build better businesses. We'll actually get a little bit more into this next week as we talk about CP time, trust issues, and hot Cheetos. I'm Ron Walker. And this has been the Legacy Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This episode of the Legacy Podcast was brought to you in part by the generous contributions of people like you to our ministry, Legacy Church International. If you'd like to support, please send your donations via Cash App to Legacy Church INT and follow at Legacy Church INT on Instagram and Legacy Church International on Facebook. Thanks for listening to the Legacy Podcast with Ron Walker. Be sure to tune in to the next episode and tell a friend.